0: I'm told that as as Francis told the story, Henry would come into the restaurant that her mother managed, ran, and he would put a song on the Victrola there, and Henry would start to dance. And I guess Henry could really dance, as I was told. And when she was about 18 years old, Henry asked Francis to dance, and that was it. They kept on dancing. That was it for her. Now, by the time I got to know Frances, uh, that was long after her dancing days. (laughs) There wasn't much dancing. But even then, what strikes me is that's the kind of thing I can see her doing. Uh, There was a joy in her life, uh, even when it was hard for her to walk, and even when most of her time was spent in that chair in front of the TV, uh, something in her spirit danced, and... You'd see her eyes dancing. There was a lilt in her voice as you talked. My friend Frances was a remarkable lady. She was a very intelligent lady. I wish I could read as much as she did. She was a a voracious reader. Uh, I was told Frances started school a year early, uh, and she would have loved to have gone on. If there had been money, Frances would have loved to have been a lawyer. Can you imagine that? Uh, Frances Bradford, the lawyer, the The jury would have been won over by the sugar cookies alone. Uh, I don't know if that's allowed, but I could see her bringing a tray of sugar cookies and feeding the jury, but that dream wasn't to be. Uh, But that didn't change how remarkable she was. In the book of Proverbs, in the last chapter, there is a picture of a remarkable woman there in, in chapter 31, and as we talked the other night, I began seeing Francis in that passage filling in the her life filling in the details of this word picture we have in Proverbs 31 of this amazing woman it begins in verse 10 where the author says an excellent wife who can find she is far more precious than jewels and that's Francis she's precious precious to us precious to God and as the proverb continues you see various facets of this woman and I think you can see Frances reflected in many of those facets also. For example, it speaks of her laughter. And I think in her laughter, you could hear Frances's confidence. When I sat down with Ellen and Jeff and Dylan the other night, we talked. And it shouldn't sound strange, but as we talked, we started laughing. And we laughed a lot. We couldn't share Frances' stories without laughing. That was the nature of her life. She had joy in her life, and she expressed it. She loved to laugh, and I love to hear her laugh. I'm sure you love to hear her laugh as well. In Proverbs 31, we read about this woman described to us, and in verse 25, it says, strength and dignity are her clothing, and she laughs at times to come. In that world, disaster could come in an instant, and and life could end very, very quickly through disease or poverty or war. Anything could snatch life away. But the woman here in this story, the woman here in this passage, she laughs at the times to come. She has strength and she has dignity. She has confidence. I think that was one of the most difficult things about the last few months because in the last few months there was less and less laughter in Francis's life. And joy was slipping away. We would sit and visit at the Oaks Manor and she was well taken care of at the Oaks Manor. It's a wonderful place. But Francis would say it's just not home but it'll have to do. It was hard to hear. It was hard to watch. It was hard on her. It was hard on us as well. And then the tears would come. I think about Proverbs. Or think about Proverbs. I also think about the Psalms. In Psalm 30 verse 5 we read Weeping may tarry for the night, but joy comes with the morning. And for Francis, joy has come, and with that, uh, the joy of home. Confidence alone doesn't really describe her. I think if you knew Francis, you also knew her kindness. Jeff made a comment, and it was one of those things that I had heard over and over again, but I just never noticed it. Just never registered with me at all. If you spent any time visiting with Frances before you left, she would thank you for coming by. And I can hear her over and over again, thank you for stopping by and please come again when you can. She would say that at just about every visit. She was grateful for her visitors. She was thankful when we stopped by And from time to time, she would remind us that we hadn't been by for a while, wouldn't she? And she would remind us that other people hadn't been by. And every now and then, I had to take messages to people and say, you know, Francis would like to see you. And every now and then, people had to bring messages to me and say, Francis would like to see me. There's a quality expressed in Proverbs 31. In verse 26, it says, She opens her mouth with wisdom and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. I like how that verse begins. She opens her mouth with wisdom. We can't say that about very many people, can we? We can't say that about everyone, but I think we could say that about Francis. She opens her mouth with wisdom. One of the things I loved about Francis, she didn't beat around the bush, and she got to the heart of the issue. She got to the heart of the person. Whether the issue was politics or simply somebody's heart she could spot false motives so well Um, she could read a person very well and and I can say I personally benefited from that trait as as we would sit and talk and yet even then there was a kindness there was uh, there was kindness to it it says the teaching of kindness is on her tongue kindness comes in a lot of different ways sugar cookies Kindness comes in in sugar cookies. And that's a very good thing. Because for kindness to be real, it has to be tangible. It has to make a difference in someone's life. And sugar cookies do make a difference in people's lives. But so does the way we greet each other. So does the way that we thank others for the time that they've spent with us. The way we let other people know that they're valuable and we appreciate them. And Frances showed that in many different ways. She showed us there were many different ways to be kind. Francis showed us what Proverbs 31 shows us about this wonderful woman, and that was that in, in her character, you knew Francis' heart. I think a person's character meant a lot to Francis. She appreciated people of character, whether that was a, the character of a, of a politician, um, whether it was the character of a neighbor, or a preacher, or just a friend. She valued others. And while she was very brutally honest at times, she also spoke highly of others. It wasn't just the character that she looked for in other people. She devoted herself to living that character out. A few years ago, Francis told me that the doctors had said, we don't want you to fall. And so Francis stopped coming to church. She stopped doing a lot of things. When the doctors emphasized, Francis... We don't want you to fall. Um, She stopped coming to church, but she never stopped being a part of the church. And I would visit, and one of the first questions that she would always ask me was, how is everyone doing at the church? What's going on at the church? And she would want to know how everybody was doing. Frances uh, loved our church. She was a member of the Pleasant Hill Christian Church. She never changed that, never wanted to change that. That was important to her. Her roots were at the Pleasant Hill community. Her roots were in the Pleasant Hill church, the Pleasant Hill school she attended. Uh, I was told that she rode a pony to school. A lot of those kids rode ponies to school. And she rode that pony until her toes drug the ground. Uh, just rode that pony till she couldn't ride it anymore. But that was where her roots were. She never lost that. And I love that because I've got some roots out at Pleasant Hill as well. I remember one day I'd been out for a drive and I'd stopped by the Pleasant Hill Church and I went inside to just spend a little time alone there and I grabbed a bulletin and I brought it home and I gave it to Frances and she loved that I'd brought that to her and she loved having that connection to Pleasant Hill. Even though the names weren't the same as they had been years earlier, it was important to have that connection. As the proverb wraps up, those closest to this woman speak of her character at the very last few verses in verses 27 through 29 it says she looks well to the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness her children rise up and they call her blessed her husband also and he praises her the husband says many women have done excellently but you surpass them all Sometimes it's those people closest to us who really know us too well and they see the holes in our character. They know what the hot buttons are and they're not opposed to pushing them every now and then. They see us at our worst. And yet what does it say? Her children rise up and they call her blessed. Her husband also. And he praises her. The proverb concludes with these words in verses thirty-three or thirty and, and thirty-one, charm is deceitful, and beauty in, is vain. But a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Give her of the fruit of her hands, and let her works praise her in the gates. I love how he concludes this. It, he shows us the value of, uh, of women in a society where. We look back on those times and we think maybe women weren't valued, but, but the fact that her works praised her in the gates meant that her works praised her in the business place where the decisions were made, where the, where the town council would meet there at the gates. Her works praised her there. And he says, a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. The book of Proverbs begins with the words, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. We start with the understanding of the greatness of our God, that our lives belong to Him, that every day is owed to Him, and that when the end comes, we can trust our Savior Jesus to see us home. So what's the proper way to remember a life like that? Do we remember just with tears? You know, tears come. Don't be afraid of those. Let them do their work. They bring healing. But the way to remember a life like this is to imitate it. To reproduce that confidence and that kindness and that character. Our lives would be well spent doing the same. A woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. One thing that I always remember with Frances was even though our houses were a little distance away, I was still considered a neighbor. And she watched out for her neighbor's. And every now and then we would visit and she would say, I noticed there was a light on in your house and uh, we, we have to keep a light on in the back because my son gets up in the middle of the night and he grazes and we've just found that it's best to have a light on all night long because that way, you know, nothing gets spilled as bad as it could if it was all dark. But uh, Francis was always concerned about the light was always on. I think it's, I think it's an important thing to remember. We ought to be concerned about the light in other people's lives. We ought to be concerned about the way that light shines. And in a lot of ways, the way that Frances would greet me, the way that Frances would, would express her thanks for the visits and the prayers, she reminded me that my light was on and my light was important. I think that's a wonderful thing that we ought to do for one another. Let's pray.